Hello, I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Places, everyone. It's time for The, the Connor and Smith Show. Thank you, Places. All right, what are we working on this evening? Uh, craft-wise? Yeah. Oh, tonight is a big deal. Tonight we're doing pugs, not drugs, coloring book. We're going to color pugs, not drugs. Okay? Um, so, we got that. We're going to be working on that. Um, tonight... I have a pug shirt on and a Burberry tie. There's a lot going on And here. I have flowers on that pugs like to pee on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's um, true. Tonight, uh, just a little announcement. Tonight is Kara Tamika Watkins Cabaret at Creative Cauldron starting in an hour. So if you haven't gotten your ticket, they're only $15. Uh, go to creativecauldron.org uh, and just look on Passport to the World Series and you... The World Series. That's what it's called? No, I was thinking like baseball. Passport to, to the, the World, World Series. Series. Um, get your ticket to Kara Tamika's uh, Cabaret tonight. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we can't wait to watch it. We're going to start our podcast at 7 and then probably jump on to Kara Tamika's at 7.30. Uh, tonight's guest is... Tobias Young. Who is... Um, I would say a role model and an inspiration to anyone who has creativity and wants to sort of just free themselves of what they want to do. Uh, he just can do anything. He's a performer and he's now a YouTube sensation with uh, his recipes and cooking and how to cook and um, I can't wait to talk to him tonight about everything. Um, and what else should we talk about? Um, I had someone today say that my hair looks like a bird. And I was like, okay. And this person said, maybe you should hit blue, uh, maybe you should dye it blue. So you look like a bluebird. And I thought, what is happening to people? I mean, it's a, it's a thought, it's a way to go. Yeah, I've always, you know what? People do like color their hair different colors. Maybe I'll do that for Easter. Yeah, find some eggs in there. Maybe I'll be, uh, oh. oh. Look at this. Yeah, I, it's weird, and it's kind of a, is it blasphemous? I don't know. We have our Christmas trees that we keep decorating seasonally. Now they are so Easter. This trees. is our, usually our to-do list. That would be trying to figure out how to do. This is our Easter egg tree. Doesn't look Bizarre. amazing. That's a carrot. Yeah, and if for those listening to this later. Oh, there's another to-do list. For if, yeah, don't give away our secrets. Oh, look, for, there's another to-do list. Okay, don't give away our oh, secrets. Okay. Uh, for those listening to this later, it, this does little for you because you can't see it, and also it's way past the date of Kara's Cabaret. We know that. But we're also uh, coinciding the first segment of our show here with Facebook Live. So that explains the uh, optical treatment that was just given a tour of our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just to let you know, also, if you comment on this video after we do it and we're not live, we won't see it in real time. So if we don't respond back, the reason we didn't respond back is because it's no longer live. It's just a recorded video that says that we were live. Um, anyway, uh, what else should we talk about? I guess we should get to work on our artwork, huh? Yep. What color is the pug going to be? I think pink. Pink? A pink pug. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. That sounds fun. Uh-huh. Um, We're not going for realism here. We're going for fantasy. 
Yep. What's the what's the pug's name gonna be? Oh, I don't know. I think his name will reveal itself. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, cool. Well, we've got uh, that's about four minutes into our pre-show. That's about perfect length to go ahead and take our first commercial break. Yep. When we, we come back, we will be live with Tobias Young, and we're going to be learning all we can learn about food, TikTok, and everything else that he knows about. And if you want to listen to us uh, later, we probably will have this posted by like 9 or 10. Yeah, anchor.fm slash the Connor and Smith show. You can find us. Um, that's, that's about it. Uh, that's about it. So we're going to take our first commercial break. We'll see you a little bit later when we post this. Bye. We'll be, we'll be right back. See you soon. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Hey, Tobias. How are you? It's Steven. Good. How are you doing? Good. Oh, you know, we're just sitting here a half a mile apart <laughs> having a, a television show without a TV. Oh, you know, it's the way life is. <laughs> do you go by Tobias? I do. Oh, great. So, um, Tobias, before we get into... Um, other things in your delicious Helen Hayes award. <laughs> Could you, since me and Stevie, uh, can I call you Stevie on this thing? I mean, you just did. Right. So. Okay. Um, since we're trying to really create uh, a place for everyone's creativity and in their journey and whatnot, can you mm -hmm. just tell us a little bit about your creative journey uh, from whenever you got the uh, artistic bug as a, a, a youngster or what your creative journey has been, just to mm -hmm. give us an overview of who you are and what you've done. Yeah, sure. Um, so a lot of my family members um, were professional singers and some of them were actually professional cooks. So I've kind of always been surrounded with both of those aspects in my life pretty much my entire life. Um, so when I was younger, I spent a lot of time um, like singing background for different stuff and traveling around with different church groups, doing all of that type of stuff. And when I was in school, I knew back then, of course, that I wanted to be, um, I actually wanted to be a head chef on a cruise line. I don't know why, but for some reason, that was like the dream for me. Like <laughs> I wanted to be a head chef on a cruise and I have no idea why. You could see the world. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, they do have some good perks and there are some really like fancy restaurants that are on cruise ships. So, I mean, you know, it is still a good job, but I just, I quickly realized later in life that that was not really what I wanted to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I went through that through high school. Then I went to Liberty University. Daniel Lynchburg. Uh-huh. Um, and I went there for a short amount of time until I realized I needed to get the hell up out of there. Are you right. are you from Virginia? No, I'm from Chesapeake Beach, Maryland. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I went there for a while and then, you know, I started acting professionally in 2011 and, you know, I've just been going ever since. Did you ever do that, like I'm packing my bags and going to, to New York sort of thing? 
I did. I did. Back in 2000 and I think it was 14 or 15, I had said, you know, I'm going to move to New York because it was always my dream to live there. Uh, But at that time, I actually had no intentions on doing theater at all. Um, I just knew that that was the city that I belonged in. And um, strangely enough, I moved there. And within my first 30 days of living there, I booked an off-Broadway show. And it was... It was uh, it was kind of like a Cinderella story. It all happened very, very fast, and I couldn't believe it was happening to me, especially because I didn't really go there with the intent to do any shows at all. Um, so yeah, it was a good time. Wow, uh, where where was the Off Broadway Theater? So it was right off of 45th Street. I was pretty much like in the center of Times Square. Um, I was doing a show called Fabulous the Musical, The Queen of Desert. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, I was a drag queen in the show. I mean, it was uh, it was a show that really took me out of my comfort zone. Uh, because, first of all, I had never done drag before, let alone do a full-blown show. Um, and it was, it was definitely, it was interesting. You know, I went into that process uh, actually as an ensemble member. And, you know, the director just randomly asked me one day if I could just say the lines for the lead guy. And then the next day, I got a phone call from the producers saying, Tobias, we actually would like to give you the role. And 24 hours later, everything changed. Wow. That's a long way from Liberty University. Thank God for that. Yes. (laughs) Well, me, Stephen and I uh, first saw you in one of Monumental's, I guess, flip-flop cabarets. Oh, yes. And I remember you making such an impression uh, on us because we were like, who is that? Because <laughs> uh, you're you're also such a role model in sort of just being yourself and, and being creative and sort of um, being you. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until later. You know, I, I used to play the piano in Signature's Lobby every night. So sometimes actually getting to see theater in Washington was sort of like me just walking in the to signature stuff because it was I was always there but you've worked everywhere you've you've worked at Ford's you've worked at uh, Toby's which I don't know mm. if you know me and Steven's Toby's journey oh no I did not know that yeah me and Steven we we did the burn burnbray uh circuit and Toby circuit and West End circuit and all okay. that circuit back in the day. Um, so we probably have a lot of similar circles that we yeah. uh, have been in. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't here till recently. We saw you with uh, Karen walking here in Fairlington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened one day. I one day, I mean, I knew who you were, but I did not know literally what everything that you've done and so I saw a little clip of something that you had fixed in in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and I thought what is going on (laughs) and I had no idea that you have first of all congratulations on all of your amazing followings on YouTube thank you very much um but uh oh and also TikTok I don't know anything about TikTok what is it that TikTok does different You know, TikTok is a little bit different because you only have a minute. You have one minute to catch, you know, someone's eye and leave an impression and want them to stick around. Be it you dancing, be it, you know, you just being 
relying on your looks, be it a cook, whatever the case is, you have one minute to do it. Um, you know, and I had no intentions on starting a TikTok because I was just like, you know what, this is just something else that the young kids are doing. And I just I I don't need to add another app to my phone. And uh, uh, one of my friends, actually, Tiziano, was he kept telling me, he was like, you know, you always say a lot of funny stuff. I don't know why you don't just put stuff on TikTok. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I decided one day I would do it. And um, I did a reaction video. And all of a sudden, it just went absolutely berserk. And I gained like almost, it had to have been, it was like 75,000 something people within like 48 hours. It was the craziest thing. Even like on my YouTube channel, I've had viral moments on there, but nothing like what's happened on TikTok. So it's been quite the journey. So when you say reaction, that is you reacting to someone else's thing. Yeah, yeah. So oftentimes I'll either do like stuff of me just singing or I'll post like body positivity stuff because that's a big aspect of my life. Or I'll do reaction videos. So, like, I'll react to how somebody has cooked something or, you know, just any video. And I'll have one minute to react to it. And, you know, my expressions have, you know, gotten me got me quite far in life, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I am a foodie. Uh-huh. Um, I used to be the a manager of a restaurant. And I am one who likes to experiment with, like, you know, try that thing on the menu that I've never tried before and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. um, so this is kind of like you growing up and just basically family meals became, um, that's how you kind of just learn how to cook is just basically cooking for the family, like Sunday dinners and uh, evening dinners and whatnot, right? Well, you know, it's interesting. I went to vocational school while I was in high school. So my... Um... My recipe, uh, you know, a, a lot of the things that I've cooked and a lot of things that I've learned how to cook have really have come from my time in vocational school. And then also just me doing a lot of studying on my own, uh, mostly just because, you know, for for African-Americans, we, we kind of have a very specific style in how we cook. It's very Southern. It'll put you to sleep. It'll make you feel good. And which is fabulous, by the way, but I wanted to make sure that I could show people that I could do far more than that. So I started to study other aspects of cooking and other genres of cooking. Um, and so that's just come by me just studying, watching a lot of different um, chefs that I like, um, studying stuff on the Food Network. It's come a, it's come a long it's come a long ways. Yeah. Do you do you see like uh I don't know a uh, Thai? Oh, by the way, uh, Tobias, why don't you give everyone a little plug of where to find you if you can? Yeah, sure. So um, you can find me on all platforms: YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, um, Instagram, all at Simply Food by Ty. Um, my website is also www.simplyfoodbyty.com. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can find me on all the platforms. They're all the same name. Um. So it's it's easy to find me that way, and uh, I'm not. I, we have not talked before about, about any of this stuff. So I'm giving away any secrets. I'm not. Uh, we have not talked. But do, do you foresee like maybe uh, a Simply Foods by Ty cookbook? Uh, yes. So the cookbook has been in the works for quite some time now. Ah, I, I knew it. I didn't. I didn't realize 
how stressful writing a cookbook is. Well, I, it's mostly just because I am very, very particular and I want it done a very specific way. And I would rather me take my time and getting it done the way I want it done versus just putting anything out, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I'm really hoping and gunning for it to be done before the holidays of 2021. Um, but again, you know, we'll just see how things turn out. Um, I have a few secrets in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not sure if you can call a Fairlington kitchen a kitchen. Uh, you know, we make we make it work <laughs> as best, as, best um, as we possibly can. I, and I'm, I'm not trying to get you to give away any secrets, but mm. I do want to say in my kitchen, I always keep uh, a thing of Creole seasoning on my stove. Mm. Who's, who's it by, Stephen? Oh, let me go check. Yeah, anyway. And so usually if I'm cooking uh, most things, Brussels sprouts or different things, uh, I will always add this Creole seasoning. Like Slap and Your Mama or Tony Saturase? Yep. It's, yep, it's Tony. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, you know, I have that, my balsamic, my apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. And usually I have these little things I go to and they'll say, what did you do to this? And I'll say, oh, I just put some balsamic in it. Do you have any like go-to like, do, do not, do not have, uh, you should have this in your kitchen at all times. Oh my goodness. That's an interesting question. You know, I feel like the, the basic seasonings that I feel like everyone should have in their kitchen are actually rather simple. And that's garlic powder, not garlic salt, onion powder, um, a seasonal salt of some kind. Um, and I would say, um, a paprika. I'm I'm really big on food, especially like chicken. Um, I'm particular on them having a particular color. I don't like chicken that looks tan or not brown. Um, so those are like the basic things that I always tell people to have. Seasonal salt, garlic powder, onion powder, have some paprika. With those alone, you can you can make something out of something with those at least mm. with those at least. So take us into a, okay, I was a little bit obsessed with your smothered chicken, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Take us just through the, the filming process of that. Uh, you, like how many hours, I mean, like I'm assuming you, it takes a while to kind of piece all that together. It does. Um, typically though, for the more the the more savory dishes i mean all of them are difficult to film but those are a little bit easier only because i can prep a lot of the stuff so typically a full day of filming prepping and editing is anywhere between seven to eight hours um so i'll prep a lot of the stuff and then because I'm very OCD about cleanliness, I kind of have to almost sanitize the entire kitchen before I can start anything. Even right. though I know I'm not giving the food to anyone, it's just the way I am when it comes to cooking. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it is, it's a lot. Uh, you know, things for me have drastically changed because of me moving to this area. Before, uh, you know, lights, natural lighting makes a big difference. Space makes a big difference. Uh, you know, because before I had different equipment that I was using. Now being in a smaller kitchen, you can't use that. So you kind of have to make it work. Um, so now, you know, what could have been a five-hour video now, unfortunately, takes a couple of extra hours because it's a smaller space. 
Right, right. Uh, P.S. If you hear snoring, it's my pug. <laughs> no, I can't hear it all. Okay, good. Um, so <laughs> let's 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 say a special occasion's coming up, like birthday, Easter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do like special like orders? Like I saw that you were making like these amazing, were they macaroons? Macaron. Macaron. Yeah. Uh, now, if if someone wanted to order that, do you do something like, hey, I would like uh, uh, some of these for my kid's birthday party or something? I don't. You know, that's okay. that's the crazy thing. You know, it's it's interesting. When when I came up with the name Simply Food by Ty, that was at a time where. I was doing a lot of cooking and, you know, I was doing lives and stuff on Facebook. So I created that name since then. And since YouTube and since TikTok and all of that, the brand of, you know, simply food by TY has completely broadened, you know? So for me, my, my, uh, focus actually is not on cooking. If that makes any sense. Now it is more of me just being um, a personality brand that just so happens to cook, that just so happens to be a singer, that just so happens to be an actor, that just so happens to be a big proponent for body positivity. So because I cover all of those things and they're a big part of my life, I never wanted to take on the catering aspect because I knew if I started doing that, I knew it would get out of control. Yeah, it would only be it would only be about yeah, that. Yeah. And and also yeah. not only that, um, if I'm gonna be cooking for other people, then I really need to be in control of the kitchen space that I'm working in. Um, so you yeah. know, that's that's another thing that I would have to take into account. So I really don't it's very rare that I'll cook for other people. But the funny thing is, which honestly I need to just start calling you guys. Because ninety percent of the stuff that I cook, I actually do not eat. Wow. Yeah, most of like the the macarons that I made, I it would have to have been almost at least sixty or seventy of them. I had one. That's to make sure that it tastes right, make sure the texture is right, and then after that, I'm done with it. Um, right. You know, so either I'm giving it away to Karen or my next door neighbor or whatever the case is. So a lot of the time, a lot of the food is going to waste. Sadly. Wow. Well, if you ever have anything going to waste, just (laughs) I will definitely start calling you guys for sure, because I'm always looking, honestly, to give a lot of stuff away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of your your posts and things, you know, I think that is one of the things that really impressed me about getting to know you uh, online. Uh, of course, during COVID, I guess that's kind of uh, a way way to go now. But you're your posts are so um, they're so filled with inspiration and you you seem to be such a role model that uh, you aren't defined by really just one thing that you do. And I think that's so impressive. I think a lot of artists maybe always get sort of pigeonholed or feel like they have to be a certain thing in their life because they've been told they're this or that. And you've kind of like created so many facets that really make up everything Tobias and I just think that that's beautiful you still there hello hello well well we'll take a quick Quick break break here and be right back right back 
happened. That's never happened before, but glad yeah, to have I'm, you back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to be back. It's Russia. It's Russia. It's all right. Um, um, what were you, you were saying something about my post? Yeah, your posts, are, I was saying, are so inspirational and you're singing and your positive vibes about being mm. who you uh, want to be. And I said that, you know, I think a lot of uh, creative people kind of get pigeonholed, whether you're an actor or not, into what they want to be. And you've sort of become a role model of like, of nothing defines you in the sense of you are, there are so many different facets of how you create, how you live and how you embrace yourself. And I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you know, um, you know, body positivity is a big aspect of my life. Um, you know, growing up as a, a big kid, you know, you kind of go through life um, uh, oftentimes feeling like you are less than everybody else around you. And it also doesn't help when you're in the entertainment business or if, you know, you're a media, you know, personality or brand or whatever the case is, because you feel like you have to look, you know, a certain way. And I have worked, you know, damn hard to not only prove to myself that I know that I'm worth it, but it's also important for me to remind other people. Um, and so, you know, I, I go to the extreme and I do what I do and, um, it's leaving a mark and it's making a good impression. However you, you know, take that, you know? Right, right, right. Well, I think it's so important, especially, I mean, not that we're living in extreme times right now, but I mean, even right now, I think it's very easy for everyone just to feel um, maybe not the most attractive and feel kind of down because we're not, we're not nearly as active. And of, mm -hmm. of course we're eating a lot more, but that's okay. That's okay. You can, you can still be positive about yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the thing. Uh, when people when people hear, uh, you know, someone say that they're body positive, you know, they, they go to the extreme of saying, well, you're okay with someone being obese. You're okay with someone being unhealthy. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I don't care if you're 80 pounds. I don't care if you're 800 pounds. At the end of the day, you are still alive and you still need to find love in yourself no matter what the case is. Right. And I think there's too many people that are fighting against that and are trying to tell people that you aren't beautiful because of the situation you're in. And that's what I'm not okay with. Right. And, you know, it doesn't really honestly matter if you are fit or, you know, if you are unfit. I did a body positivity PSA a few years back. Um, and I had a wide range of people. And let me tell you, it doesn't really matter, uh, you know, what shape your body is in. Everybody finds something that they don't like about themselves. Um, and it's important to just make sure that, you know, even with finding those moments where you're not the happiest with, you know, the way you may appear, that at the end of the day, you still love yourself. That's that's the part that's important. Yeah, I, I found that um, being in the performing world that sometimes, <clears throat> you know, these little vampires would kind of creep up in my mind because you know, being a performer, you would kind of think that your image had to, your body had to look a certain way or, or mm -hmm. whatnot. No, they told you it did. Well, I mean, yeah, they would tell you that. Um, so uh, who, 
Who would you say are your role models in any sort of fashion? They can be anybody, but who do you look up to? Who do I look up to? Is it an well, author or a... Um, well, you know... Um, is it me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what I will say? It's it's hard for me to say who I really look up to only because um, there are so many different people that have come in and out of my life that have caused me to be the person that I am. I take a lot of the trauma that I've went through in the past and have really internally turned that into what's made me to be who I am today. So, you know, to put a name on it is almost impossible because, Mm -hmm. you know, even I could walk past a stranger tomorrow and they could say something or I could see something and that could inspire me to go on a whole nother rant online about body positivity. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think my my life lessons and how I've been going about life and the things that I've experienced have truly caused me to have the outlook on life that I currently have. Right, right. That's beautiful. Um, I've already said congratulations on the Helen Hayes Award. I want to know, what's it like when you are up in a category with others who you may or may not respect or, or, or may or may not know their work because we can't see everybody's work all the time if we're performing. Um, what's it like when they call that, call your name? Now, wait, now, just to be, just to make sure we're clear here. Now I have only been nominated by myself once. That was back in 2013, I think. Uh, for In the Heights as the Piragua guy. Now, and I that, was not, that, that was at Toby's? Yeah, that was the area premiere of, of In the Heights um, years ago. But I did not win that. You did not win that. So no. how does it feel, how's it feel when you, you, you find out that you've been nominated? Oh, it was amazing. It was absolutely fabulous. Um, because I, you know, when I took on that role... Uh, no one else around the area, of course, had done that show. And also me being a Black man playing that role is also already a thing in its own. And to be honest, the Piragua guy is not, you know, a big character. You know, Lin-Manuel Miranda talks about how, you know, he really just wrote that character in. It was kind of like a, it was kind of like a joke. It wasn't really meant to be a thing. And then he got one song and then the Piragua guy got a reprise and then all of a sudden it became the role that so many people would look forward to. Um, So, you know, I've been lucky and blessed enough to, I've played that role now three different times and every single time I've done it, it's, it's, it's been a blast. That, that is one show. Have you seen In the Heights, Stephen? I have not. Yeah, that's one show. When it was done at Ani, when it was done at Toby's, we just didn't get to go see it, but I hear it's amazing. The yeah, problem- it's it's a it's a it's a great, great, great show. It really, it truly is. Well, the movie's coming out, so I get to see it that way. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, from what I've heard and from what I've you know seen from little bits and pieces, it looks like it'll be pretty true to the show, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I have a, a student of mine is in the in the movie. <laughs> funny enough. 
Yeah, there's a. I know a bunch of people um, that are. That's one of the best things about being a part of In the Heights. It's you know, once you kind of join that family, it's like you're all intertwined. No matter how famous or how small the theater is, it's a connection that somehow always happens. And it's, um, you know, it's it's always interesting because typically when you do the show, there's always going to be somebody else in the show that's already done it as well. Right. Right. Um, so it's. It's it's just a great time. Um, do you do you have anything on the horizon or anything to look forward to or uh, anything bubbling up besides the book besides the, besides the cookbook? You know, honestly, at this point in time, you know, I'm just trying to get that done. Um, you know, I'm trying to have uh, I have a lemon pepper seasoning that I've been working on trying to get released. No, wow. that's our favorite. Yeah, I've been working on that. Um, I'm getting ready to film another body positivity PSA soon. Um, wait, wait, so your lemon pepper is is like you inventing as an inventor mm-hmm. your own your own taste of this seasoning. Yeah. So I worked with a manufacturing company and we kind of worked on the ingredients and then they would send me a bunch of different samples and I would say yes or no, yes or no, change this, change that. And now that I have it the way I want it, now I have to make the decision, am I going to do this in-house or am I going to try to sell it on Amazon? There's just, there's just so much stuff that goes into it. Wow. That's so exciting. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for it to happen. Uh, because people have been asking me for it for quite some time, but you know, it's just a matter of figuring out who I'm going to use as the distributor. Wow. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. That's very, that's got me very, very excited. <laughs> Thank you. Um, some lemon pepper chicken is like my go to. Oh, Love. yeah, it's fabulous. Ugh. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us tonight. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Anything else we want to plug? You think you're going to stay in Fairlington long? Yeah, you know, I, I probably will be here, I would say, for like another probably like another year or two i have this bug for wanting a dog so eventually i will be moving because i want a dog um i also kind of want to move out west the east coast i'm just realizing is kind of just not for me yeah you know and i want to be somewhere where the weather's just a little bit nicer more often than not um yeah we'll see there's an old old saying uh Move, move from the east before you get too hard, and move from the west before you get too soft. Oh, for sure, oh, one thousand percent. And I mean, yeah, and I'm, I'm looking. I, I definitely am looking forward to it. And the good thing is, is like I don't have kids. You know, I haven't really accumulated a lot of like furniture and things that I would have to transport. So it's like now would be the time um, to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't really have much else to kind of promote. You know, just come and follow me on, you know, YouTube. I post every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'm currently doing a new series called Absolutely or Absolutely Not, where I'm trying out different recipes from some of my favorite celebrity chefs or YouTube chefs. And then I will do their recipe verbatim and I give my 100% honest review if it's absolutely delicious or if it's absolutely trash. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, we hope you don't move too soon because we hope to uh, experience lots of leftover food. <laughs> uh, well, it would be it would be really nice just to hang out since we are practically neighbors. And I know. And you guys, do you got you guys also? So you guys also have the luxury of having a backyard, don't you? Yes. Yes. yes see, we don't have that, unfortunately. Oh, no. uh, our backyard has been a little bit of our savior in these times because when it's nice like tonight, it is just a little extra place to kind of go and watch the birds. For or sure, the squirrels for sure. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I like to garden a little bit, although last year we didn't do a whole lot out there, but I like to have some flowers and some, yeah, maybe some yeah. produce. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Ty. It's been, Tobias, it's been amazing uh, hearing your journey and we hope to see you around the neighborhood. neighborhood. And congratulations on so much. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a blast. Yes, uh, we'll, thank you. We will talk soon. Take care, guys. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was so cool. That was cool. He's such an innovative person and it's a one man industry. It's incredible. I mean, can you imagine having your own lemon pepper? <laughs> well, I kept thinking what's next? Like you get your own spice, then you start your own like TV show. Well, no, you have like your own like product like um, you know, lemon pepper something sold at mm-hmm. you know, Harris Teeter. Like Eddie and Byron pillows sold <laughs> on spreadshirt. spreadshirt. Yeah. Well, it was fun. I, I'm always inspired by people who figure out how to do this. It's so difficult to, you know, cut through the noise and get that much uh, response. I mean, his, his presence on social media and the internet is incredible. And he lives in our neighborhood that's like he's a star living down the street um i did how embarrassing i did not mean to say that he was the helen hazelwood winner when he was nominated but i think that was the universe telling me he should have won you just got some bad intel yet again as with the technical difficulty we had i blame russia Well, we, me and you move very fast into different uh, projects. So anyway. How um, did our craft turn out? Well, it's very uh, colorful. This has got to mean something. What is, is that a WN and a like a curly tail? I really think these are random computer generated coloring books that make error like this little well, if, tiny... If you notice the WN thing, let me find one. It's a repeated thing in oh now i can't find one now how embarrassing i'm not doing very well now your fact check is really uh... okay there's the curly cue yeah i think this is randomly computer generated somehow um and then there it is again the w and i think they just reuse things but anyway it is a pink pug looks like a little pig he's adorable he is adorable and tobias you wanted a dog this might be the dog the perfect dog for you this is a fabulous pug Look at the, uh, the... <laughs> he has cute ears. He's got adorable everything. Yeah. Um, anyway, so thank you for joining us, Tobias. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Check him out. Simply Food by Ty on every platform. Yeah, T-Y. T-Y. We, we, when we looked it up, we thought it was Ty, like that, like a nickname, but it's T-Y, right? Correct. So Simply Food by T-Y, right. 
it's it's easy to just say things out loud and not know what you've said. Um, that's see. Look, the next page is literally the same page. This is this is a weird. Anyway, this coloring book. I Wait, don't know. it's the same thing identically. Exactly. That's bizarre. Wow, that's weird. How much was the book? It was not very expensive. Maybe that's why. I'm sure. Um, oh my gosh! It's so the so same thing twice again. So they've made an entire book out of repeating the same pictures. They've only got like five pictures. Who put this book out? Oh my Go God. to the cover. They're all. They are all scribble press. Scribble Press, do better. Scribble Press, we would like, if anyone out here who's listening knows anyone that's involved with Scribble Press, we would like to talk to someone on our show. Skylar Rankin is is the person here. Skylar, if you're out there, we we, we want to talk to you about this book. We don't, we're not, we're not, um, canceling it. No, no, no. We just want to know. We just want to understand it. Maybe he wanted to present the same image two pages in a row so you could do a totally different take on it. It reminds me of the song Second Chance. Second Chance. Whoever gets to get a second chance. So what happens is you get one chance to do the coloring book page and then when you look at it you can judge yourself and and you can go back and fix it. So you know what? I'm sorry. I just worked this out, Skylar. I just went through your thought process. Yeah, it's actually brilliant. Thank you for the second chance covering book. Well, and it's a good thing because tomorrow night's craft project is also a Scribble Press Skylar Rankin original. This is a coloring book of Las Vegas. Las Vegas, where tomorrow night's guest is from. Oh. You will be joined by the amazingly, again, entrepreneurial genius producer director, star, Cheryl Darrow, and it's going to be a treat to catch up with her. So we're coloring a welcome to fabulous Las Vegas Scribble Press work of art. We've been to Vegas. We have been to Vegas. It was one of those things where, gosh, what is time when you're in Vegas? It, It just, it's amazing. Even the way they do the lights in the casino to make you think it's not late. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was a fun trip many years ago, but we will be traveling to Las Vegas auditorily uh, tomorrow. So check yeah. us out and hear what Miss Cheryl Darrow is up to, and it's quite a lot. Put on your virtual burrow donkey and go with the. Oh no, that's the Grand Canyon. Well, um, what's a, a burrow donkey? What's a burrow donkey? Isn't a burrow a donkey? I guess I don't. I've never heard that term. I don't know. Google, you say what? Your fact checks have not been that great today, though. I know. I know. Well, I. You know what? If I don't have such hot facts, I could still probably get jobs places because it's not that the facts aren't hot. I don't. Who describes facts as hot? Um, some sources. There's would. hot takes. There is. I, I know what the kids say. I've been on the Tiki Talks looking at the Simply Food by TY. I know what goes on. I'm hip. Um, I'm thinking of starting a beach version called Tick Crocs. Uh, is that like the, the crocodile that swallowed uh, Captain Hook's watch? Yes. Tick Crocs, yes. <clears throat> tick so Crocs. A, it, it happened more than once. There's plural Tick mm-hmm, Crocs. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be the cooking episode of uh, one called Tick Pots. Okay, I think on that note, uh, as always, we, we say turn your, your heart, heart into, into art. art. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.